Chronicles D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Now, as per usual, let's go around our virtual table and reintroduce our wonderful players for this evening. Today, we are going to start with Jeremy. Hello, everybody. I'm Jeremy, and uh, I play Damien. And Damien is a... Uh your local dad of the party, and um, also your local angry motherfucker coming up soon. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks to his new, uh, the new god that he now worships, he will soon transition from calm dad to angry dad. <laughs> but we shall move from the angry dad to our chaotic centaur friend and his player, Tyler. Good evening, or good morning, or good afternoon, or whatever time zone you exist in. It is I, Carolyn, here to grace your ears with the not-so-subtle or gentle click-clacking of my hooves chaotically moving about the dunes and wherever else we are. Hello. Hello, hello. And we shall transition from the click-clacking hooves to the chaotic shouts of Santhavec in the back of the mind of this next character um, and her player, Gia. Hi, everyone. Good evening. You are only allowed to listen to this at evening, so if you're just waking up, go away. Uh, (laughs) I'm Gia. I am here playing uh, Chatwin Darcy, as always. Hot sorcerer summer, guys. What can I tell you? It's a beautiful thing. There is nothing better than a hot sorcerer summer. And we move on from our hot sorcerer summer and the hot sorcerer who sponsors it to Fighter Friday. And the player who sponsors this Fighter Friday is none other than Rosie. Hi, I'm Rosie. I play Elon, the captain from the city of Kriath. And oh my gosh, I'm, I guess I'm still a pretty boy. So let's go. Elon is indeed still a pretty boy. <laughs> we will accept no other responses. I guess I'll deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but now let's move on to our recap, shall we? Last time we saw our party, they had arrived in the city of Sea Reach to speak to Odirian, the demon of anger and hatred and Damien's new god, and obtain the next portion of their quest to head into the Kronos Mountains beyond the desert in search of Marinian, the demon of anarchy and rebellion, who apparently has been missing for some time. However, upon informing him of the plague that you guys stumbled across quite some time ago, he was kind of concerned at the fact that the party mentioned that magic couldn't cure this disease and told them that they should probably get rid of it and that in order to do so, they might want to seek out a relic that might lie within the desert. After he left, Thane appeared and swept into the mind of Chatwin to leave a very cryptic message, which sent the party racing to make sure that Chatwin's family was fine. But once they got her grumpy grandfather and confirmed that everyone's fine, nothing happened, it's all good, they proceeded to what we referred to as Chatwin's hot sorcerer summer after she discovered the tiefling bartender Tipsy 
and their cohort of interesting criminals that inhabited the bar. And by and by hot sorcerer summer, she means she, she fucked the night away. Indeed she did. While everyone else drank the night away or did whatever they pleased, which is where we now return to the party as the sun rises to greet the morning, as does Santhavek's voice rise in the back of Chatwin's head as she goes, Chatwin, it's time to get up. I hope you had fun because Swatting at the air like I'm swatting a fly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. I, I, uh... I am like like waving her off and then like kind of wake up but don't like shoot awake like don't sit up or anything. I'm like is Tipsy still here? I can't remember. <laughs> A lot happens. <laughs> you look over and you do see that the bed is currently empty. Okay, cool. Then I can talk like a crazy person without other people knowing that I'm a crazy person. Okay. All right. I don't know where I put my pants. Uh <laughs> They're under the bed. Okay, Don't great. ask me how they got there. All right. Oh, I know how they got there. Um. <laughs> the fact that I had to witness that, you realize that was disgusting, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of bed. <laughs> you know, we could fix this. If you could get me out of your head. Uh, yeah. You think if I just had a magical end-all be-all solution that I wouldn't have done it already? You think, what, I've been secretly hiding the solution this entire time just because I enjoy the pleasure of your company? Well, weren't we supposed to look for that with, I don't know, um, the two people that we were supposed to kill that we left on the island? We'll get there. <laughs> I don't want to die in the process. I don't think you do either. I I mean, I don't know what happens to you if I die. You might be still stuck. Who knows? I might be a corpse and you might be stuck in that corpse for the rest of time. That would be super fucked up. That's honestly a good question, but you did ask for my help and I did offer my help. Yes. Should that not be enough? All I know is to find a solution, both of us are going to have to help each other. I am more than willing to do that. I am willing to help however I can, and I am willing to accept your help however you would like to contribute, because I know it's going to take both of us. Problem is, it's hard to know where to look other than the people who want to kill me. So, yeah. So I just want to make sure you know, next time we encounter them, I'm prepared to not die, because we were sort of taken off guard. Fair enough. But just remember, they don't get any weaker just because you left them there. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, it seems quite the opposite. I really don't say. I mean, I knew Donovan was an asshole. I don't remember him being that strong of an asshole. I I don't... I know you've probably seen glimpses of it in, like, memories and stuff. But when I lived with him, it was like... Uh, everything about him was, like, psychological torture. Um, I mean, I think he still is kind of doing that. But it's uh, it wasn't anything like, like this. Nothing as intense as this. I mean, maybe it's just because the wool is no longer pulled over my eyes so he has no needs to hide his vile nature but i don't know there's a lot of things about him and about the situation that i don't fully understand but i do want to find out very fair and some people just flaunt their mental prowess more than they do their physical so it's quite possible that that was always how he was and he just never showed you 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, why would he reveal all of his cards? He was trying to manipulate me and lure me into the sanatorium before I even realized what was happening. Exactly. So, who knows? I probably know a lot less than I think I do, So, which is unnerved. That's... We're gonna do what we can. I think the current plan is to try to fuck around for a bit. Um, not in the senses last night, but in the sense of other ways. Good. <laughs> I don't think I can get better at magic by doing that. That's helped, though. Uh... <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> if I try hard enough. That has nothing to do with training your magic. If I try hard enough, I might. I might be able to. We really, I really did not have a chance to explore my magical prowess before I was sent to apprentice with the Thanes. So honestly, we don't really know where it exactly comes from or what it is exactly. So really, we don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we can always take some time to explore that if you would like. Okay, yeah. For now, um, I think we try to go about our business and, you know, maybe get it in some fights, see what else I can learn, see what else I can prove. Ideally, the next time we meet the Thanes with anything that I may have learned or picked up along the way and your help, we can kill the shit out of Donovan and then we can go visit the, than the sanatorium you can kill the shit out of the Arcanist, and then we can just burn the whole sanatorium to the ground. Just flatten, just raise it completely, salt the earth. Let's just honestly, let's sink the whole um thing into the ocean while we're at it. I think that's that's the probably best way to take care of it. Fair. Let's just... I might remind you that the arrangement of killing the shit out of Donovan and the Arcanist, as you so eloquently put it, this was a bargain you made. Yes. And it must be filled within a reasonable time. As much as we get along sometimes, I do not intend to waste away in your body. Is that clear? <sighs> Weirdly enough, I get that. I know, I get it. Because otherwise, we might have more pressing issues. Like who gets control of that body if, let's say... Too much time passes and I'm feeling trapped. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, so how about this? Current plan, very broad, very general plan. We do what we can to prepare um, and we get as prepared as possible. We go track down Donovan Thane. If he's at the sanatorium, honestly, then we can just get it done like in one day, you know? So ideally he would be at the sanatorium. So we go there, pay him a visit, fuck him up, and then pay the arcanist a visit. You can fuck him up and then just figure out a solution are we trying to kill them immediately or do we want answers out of them because i don't i feel like honestly as hard as they are to kill it might be easier to kill them than to get an honest straightforward answer from them thane will definitely not give us a straightforward answer the arcanist could probably be persuaded in one way or another depending on how many of his fingers get burned and how quickly? I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. He cut enough pieces off of me to last a lifetime. And all of the other hundreds of thralls that he has in that place. I think, I don't know, maybe he needs to know what it feels like. I agree. Maybe we start searing off some layers of skin and muscle until he caves. And then we continue as much as he deserves and then i will are you are you going to like do something bad once you get out is that i feel like i i feel like i don't want to know actually never mind uh <laughs> i don't i don't think i want to know if you don't want to know then i will not tell you <laughs> 
so plan. Get prepared. Go to sanatorium. Whichever one we encounter first, fuck them up. Donovan most definitely probably won't tell us anything, so he should he can probably just die. The arcanist, um, Radies. We can maybe get some information out of him. You do with him whatever you want. I don't care. And then destroy the sanatorium. And then profits. Is that the last step? <laughs> I mean. The profit is in that we won't be trapped in each other's heads anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, that sounds like as good of a plan as anything else we've had the past couple of years. Let's do it. Alright, sounds good. Where are the rest of my clothes? I spend the rest of the morning looking for my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And as Chatwin finds her clothes and gets ready for the day, we cut away to everyone else getting up and getting ready for their morning as I'm not sure how much everyone else imbibed the previous evening. I know Carolyn passed the fuck out in the bar and Damien proceeded to get Elon drunk. Where did you guys go to bed? How far away did we wander away? Because Damien did say he's taking care of Elon. See, this is this is questions that we should have probably asked first. Probably. I mean, Damien got permission for Carowin to be in the bar and to rest in one of the rooms. So Damien would have probably taken Alon and Carowin to a room. Gotcha. Be an el responsible daddy o. <laughs> Amazing. Tipsy would have probably offered you a first floor room so you wouldn't have to carry the centaur and Alon up a flight of stairs. Yeah, good thing that Damien's a beefy boy. Indeed. But I would say you would all start coming to in this room as the noise of the start of the day at this seedy tavern in the middle of Sea Reach reaches your ears. Some of you would rise with more pounding headaches than others. <laughs> I would assume Alon and Carowin would wake up to seeing the, uh, seeing Damien with like a needle stabbing his arm and a tattoo forming. Tyler's face, like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Drugs. (laughs) Drugs? That's immediately what came to my mind, and I'm like, oh, that's the stuff. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. I can see the colors. (laughs) I can hear the colors. I can smell the colors. I can smell the sound. (laughs) I can smell the sound of the colors. All the colors of the wind? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Demonetized just for that. <laughs> Probably fast forward Elon, um, just waking up, rubbing in he- his head, groaning, grabs his stuff, goes immediately downstairs, sits at the bar, and asks, I'm pretty pleased with a cherry on top coffee. They would look at you, Elon, and nod and be like, coming right up, and wander back to where you would see a small fire in the stove and coffee brewing. Just sits there and inhales. Oh, fuck. And just doesn't say anything until coffee's served. And as the mug is placed in front of you, rough night. Yeah, you could say that. And just sips it. <laughs> and they'll nod kind of, fair enough. And leave you to your coffee as they start speaking to the other patrons that start coming in. Or simply... (laughs) (laughs) Or simply waking up at the tables that they they passed out at. (laughs) 
Just an upsettingly long slurp. <laughs> You're welcome. Damien's gonna come down and be like, oh, I had to see. You mind if I get some food and coffee? How was your night? Oh, it was fun. What sort of food are you looking for? A hearty breakfast. I've got some porridge on the stove. Uh, work. Got any meat to go with it? I can fry up some bacon. Perfect. All right. Um, and you'll see they kind of glance around. Is your friend not up yet? Carolyn? Oh, he's up. Right. He'll probably want some breakfast as well. What does he eat? Does he eat the same things? Oats. No, don't do that. I'll go get him. Gets up and goes in to get Carolyn. You're like, Carolyn, you want some breakfast? So at that point, uh, Damien will see that Carolyn is not actually in the room, but the window will be open. And it will be very confusing how there's this 850-something pound centaur not in the room and an open window. But you'll see the swish of a tail kind of flicking outside uh, and kind of a, a soft clip-clop around the side of the room. Damien's going to poke his head out the window. All right. Damien, you poke your head out the window. Uh, Carowin, where are you headed to? So Carowin was looking for some type of, I guess, trough or something where he could just kind of wash up to get some of the uh, smell of the evening off of him because it's gross. I mean... First of all, that tincture that he made was something else. And on top of that, he's part horseman. So, I mean, it doesn't smell bad, but he has a sensitive enough nose, you know? So, Is he offended by sleeping in the same room as, like, a human and a half elf? <laughs> no, no. He just kind of <clears throat> slipped out the window because he was like, it smells like us in here. And it's like, he had to go. <laughs> Amazing. That might be because you're half-ass, but... Yeah. See, he's whole-ass. He's worth two asses. <laughs> <laughs> One cheek each. Oh my god. That's a lot of donkey. So much cheek. I'm deceased. So David's gonna poke his head out and be like, Hey, Catherine, um, what do you want for breakfast? I'm, I'm getting por- some porridge and bacon. He will... Will Carolyn have found anything to kind of like, I guess he'll still be kind of looking around because. Roll me an investigation check. Okay. All right. Investigation. See, I don't have any fancy, like, I don't have enough fancy dice. Yes. I always confuse the plural of die and dice. Investigation. Well, we try not to die, so. It's not so hot. It's a 10. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't see anything within the immediate vicinity and with Damien shouting out the window at you it's kind of hard to really look around much further without being a complete asshole and ignoring your your companion in that case I'll just kind of like saunter back over to the window and I'll just kind of like try and like like scooch scooch and then I'll like I'll turn around and I will proceed to raise my lower half up into the window until my feet kind of funk on the wood. And I will kind of reverse cowboy my way through the window, um, trying not to bang my head. Uh, thankfully, my upper torso is pretty flexible, and I'll just kind of like pencil my way through. And then I'll turn around and try not to you know, whip Damien with my ample posterior, Okay, and 
<clears throat> he'll kind of turn around and say, hmm, that sounds delightful. I guess I'll come out with you. I was looking for a place to, and he'll just kind of sniff the air and he'll be like, clean up. But I guess I should just ask the barmaid, barkeep, what was her name? Tiny, Tawny, I can't remember. Last night was a blur. How did I get in here? I carried you. And he'll look a little bit surprised and be like, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that greatly. Uh, you're welcome. Just come on out in front and uh, I'll let you in. Okay. And he'll, I guess, go back out the window since Damien said to go out the front. Oh, oh, one, one question. How the hell do you fit out the window? Oh, here, let me show you. And he will kind of do the same thing. Well, he'll just kind of like start moving his lower half through <laughs> the back, like backing up through the window and to like, <clears throat> like shimmying and wiggling. It's not the most graceful thing to see, but he'll like uh, be bent forward. His like hands almost like where his other hooves are like wiggling out the window. And then he'll kind of like land and be like, ta-da. That was something. All right. Oh, come on. Let's go get some breakfast. Aye, aye, Captain. And he'll trot along towards the front of the building, which is probably a lot wider and more suitable to go in or out of. Uh, I guess he probably could have used the door, but he was just being a weirdo. So, you know. I mean, hey, it works. Mm-hmm. You know, Faye, they can't do things normally. Oh, not at all. Is Ch- has Chatwin come downstairs yet? I don't know. Gia, has Chatwin come downstairs yet? Uh, yeah, actually. I think uh, Chatwin's having her long conversation with uh, Santa Fe while everyone else is getting up and getting uh, situated for the morning. And Chatwin has been very much, has hit like the peaks of absolute devastation and grief in the past month and has just been going on roller coasters of emotions ever since. And descending the stairs right now is like hard reset back to business. OG Chatwin back in her headspace. Like, okay, we're we're done with that part now. I'm extremely angry and I want to get shit done, kind of. So Chatwin comes descending down the stairs. One notebook in her arm along with map goes right up to the bar, scoots her way in um, into the middle of the party. And book, map, any other supplies, and just invades their space. Okay, so we have a lot of things we have to get done in a very short period of time. Because believe it or not, I am actually running on a bit of a clock here. Not super dire, but there are things that we need to get done rather quickly. So, what are our objectives? What oh, Can I ask you a question, Chatwin? Yeah. Your legs aren't sore from last night? Oh my fucking god. Talking to me like I'm a beginner here. Come on. Anyways. Oh, I was just surprised to see you walking <laughs> down the stairs, like, completely composed. Jesus fucking Christ. Damien, what made you think I was on that end of things? Oh, that's a fair point. Never been on the receiving end. Anyways, back to business, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Tipsy just <laughs> swishes their tail. <laughs> uh, I just roll up my sleeves and get... <laughs> Without missing a beat. <laughs> I will say maybe we need to bring her back because her attitude suddenly changes if she's finally ready to go head back and kill them. Oh, I I uh I think I'm oh I'm I'm absolutely ready to do some killing. Um I'm really, really ready to commit some crimes. I am honestly at this point, how much lower can I go? I'm not talking about 
<laughs> I'm not talking about crimes. I'm just talking about him. You know. I also think we should probably try to look into the whole, you know, chaos thing. Oh, no, absolutely. I was going to ask, what are our main objectives? Obviously, at one point, we have to take care of the situation with the Thanes. Obviously, we all know that. That's something that has to be taken care of. There is not a clear directive, a clear path that we have to take in order to do that. First, um, I have a quick, this is more prudent question. Looks, Elon looks to Tipsy's. No offense. He looks back to the rest of the party. Are we trying to broadcast everything we're doing right here? He, Damien's going to look around and be like, I'm pretty sure the people here are the type of people who don't want to talk to people in higher powers. Uh, I mean, no offense to selling information is still, you know, a thing. Uh, look, I don't, I don't mind. I'm just, I'm bringing in it to. No, I see your point. Um, How about we eat our breakfasts and then go somewhere else? Good idea. Why don't we eat our breakfast and then maybe head out towards our first destination, talk about it on the way. Okay. Um, You all know I don't really have to eat food, so I'm just going to kind of sit here and watch you all eat your food, I guess. I put my stuff away. (laughs) And at that, you would look up and see Carowin already shoveling down a bowl of porridge and a couple strips of bacon that has been placed in front of him by Tipsy. Who would then come down and place down two more bowls of porridge with some bacon on the side for Elon and Damien. Uh, they would look at Chatwin, one more bowl in hand. What do you mean you don't eat? Did you, uh, did you notice anything cold last night? Uh, I don't think that's your place, Damien. That's fair. They're just raising their eyebrows at you. She, she don't typically eat breakfast. What's that got to do with her being cold? Don't worry about it. I know when my business is my business. There's a lot of... I don't know if you've noticed. There's a lot of... I just have... I just set things on fire sometimes just because it's an afterthought, really. And tips, you're like... I mean, it's a good thing you're fireproof, I have to say. (laughs) So honestly, that should be the question. That definitely helped last night. Oh, yeah. That was fun, by the way. I never thought to do that. I didn't think it could come in handy like that. Resistance to fire is one hell of a thing. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, we were talking about how you don't eat. Oh, right. No, not really. Oh, bummer. Well, interesting. You should definitely eat something. At least, I know you say you don't have to, but... It's like, oh, just because I don't have to... She didn't stop her from eating last night. Oh my god! <laughs> It's like warm on the warm on the outside, icy cold on the in. I'm deceased. Goodbye. I will say no more. <laughs> yeah, you really should eat, especially after you know all the activity of last night. Aren't you hungry at all? I mean, I I definitely could eat. I just, you know, how some people are just really fucking weird. You know, you never know what kind of person you're gonna run into. Tipsy literally, like, you see their eyes just narrow, and then they gesture to themselves, gesture to the entire bar behind you. This isn't exactly a normal establishment, is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just another um, interesting person. That you are. 
And they place the bowl of porridge and bacon in front of you and waltz away. And and I'm gonna like Elon's gonna cut in in the like but as she's putting that food down before she walks away. It's just like, by the way, can I ask just a really random question? They'll turn and look back over their shoulder. What's up? Does the name Rubo ring any bells? They pause and think for a moment. Can't say that I've heard it, no. Mm, that was worth a try. Am I supposed to know the name? No, I just may as well try. If it doesn't ring any bells, it doesn't. All right. And they shrug and keep walking to serve some other patrons. Thank you, Tips. Anytime. Drinking my porridge. <laughs> you finish your meals for the morning, and you guys said you were going to head out to find somewhere else to talk. I was going to say, like, when we're on our way to that oasis, we talk along the way. All right. So as you all head out to head back in the direction of the uh, Foxgrove Oasis and the the small town where you left Chatwin's family, you all get a moment to talk. Okay. First of all, resources. How much gold do we all have collectively? I have 90. I don't have much. And I forgot to pull up my character sheet because I restarted my computer. Woo! Elon, what's a character sheet? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I I have um uh uh sixty four gold and nine silver. <laughs> Carolyn will kind of like open his satchel and be, I guess, counting. Uh, like, I think I have ninety five gold pieces. Holy crap! Of these shiny little these shiny little things. Your currency, as you say. You're loaded. Uh, so we got about 150, 160 total? Uh, sounds about, yeah. Fuck. Um, okay, great. We can make this work. We can make it work. What, what are you, why are you saying fuck? What are you hoping to accomplish? Nothing. That just doesn't seem like a lot. And I don't know what we're going to face in the coming days. I just feel like having a fallback amount of gold would be comforting. If you really want that much gold, you could go to Kriath. I mean, te- technically, it's not all mine, but I can... I feel like we need to do stuff in that region anyways. Yeah. But if you need gold, I can try to swindle some from the family. I think they deserve it anyways. Yeah, it sounds like they suck. Why not? We- why don't we just take them for what they're worth? Karen will kind of turn, I guess, to the group and be like, Well, aside from swindling family members, are there any, like, you know, what else could we do to earn some money? Like... Helping people out, or you know, is there anyone that could be indebted to us with some easy tasks? I'm not used to having to earn currency and use it. Helping someone out is not going to get you that much gold, unfortunately. I mean, I just did that for a month. I usually sell stuff. The sort of jobs that would get us a good amount of gold, um, I don't know if we even have a lot of spare time on our hands to do them. I know. How about this? We could uh, find someone who definitely wants to kill Thane as much as us and just get paid for it. That's, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been trying. Um, really? <laughs> if I had, if I knew of someone just to reach out to that wanted to kill Thane and had immeasurable resources at their disposal, 
we would be going to them. I've I've honestly been trying to see who's available. A lot of my um grandfather's allies, I say sarcastically, turned on him the moment Thane took power. So it's a bit of a bit of a tricky path to walk over that route is. So Yeah. Politics always are. Yep. Could we perhaps swindle any I guess higher up noble type people with like say bounties or like you know it seems that places like this from <clears throat> what i've been informed you know there are nobles who have a little bit of extra coin who don't always know what is worth what they just like shiny things or things they think are valuable but really might not be can we maybe you know get something from some nobles maybe not here obviously he's gonna look around and be like this probably is not the most i guess what that would be i don't know your lands very well but you know what i'm trying to say it's oh yes it's it's definitely a possibility but i'm not too concerned about the gold it's not a high priority i just think you know we have we have um an okay amount we have a we have an all right amount to fall back on but we do have I mostly think because what do we what do we have to get done? We have to, like I was saying earlier, Donovan Thane has to be taken care of at one point, but there's no obvious direct path on how to do that. So it's a little bit not our focus right now. We're going to do what we can to prepare for that because it's going to happen eventually. What was what was this thing with the um, with the plague and that that sickness and this god of rebellion or whatever it was? We are going to the Fox Grove Oasis. On, oh, I gotta get the information out. My God, we're going to the Fox Grove Oasis. Odirian said that a uh, Marinian might also be near there. If we can do something about the sickness as well, that'd be great because that seems like that's maybe another one of the gods, which would be Malian. Correction. Odirian said that. Uh... Marinian's territory was in the mountains. She had gone missing. As far as the oasis, um, he had stated that there might be a relic of some sort within the desert that could help you, but he didn't specify where. Listen, it's been a freaking minute as well for us. So, <laughs> um, I yeah, I pass on that information. How's that? So. I was going. I was going to ask because we have to go to the sort of same region as Kriya. Um, That's where my hometown's from. We can start looking there. Yeah, you're on the other side of the mountains. Do we need to go for this relic in the desert first? We're already here. We may as well. That's what I'm thinking. Save ourselves a trip. Yeah. No offense. I am. I'm not. Sh and the whole reason that I'm like traveling with you guys is with Faithrin. I I don't know. I haven't. She hasn't really spoken to me, so I I don't know if it's because it's just harder to out here, or she hasn't gotten a moment. But I'm trying to at least say, you know, that we can. We're still on the kind of right path, hopefully. But it. it I don't know. I would say let's work with Odirian for right now. Because he honestly would has a reason to work with us because of Rubo. And maybe in some weird way, that's the only way we can help Rubo as well. Besides, I don't really 
believe in there being a right way or a wrong way or a destined way or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's just mainly, this is what we're doing. Maybe this won't get us killed. Maybe this won't get other people killed. And maybe that's the path we're on right now. So stick with that for a while. Okay. So we're going to the Oasis to see what's there. So we're already here. Yes. We're already here. Might as well. And then make our way towards the region of Kriath. Um, to search through the mountains there. I think if we are passing by Damien's hometown, I know we don't really have a lot of business there, but I think that would be... Um, or didn't you have something, Damien, that we had to go there for? Yeah, um, we were told that uh, to seek out the god of chaos or demon of chaos, all the chaotic situations going on around that region. We were he, we were requested by my my the, the deity who's helping me out to... Go there and find them to help us. And also, if we if we do head to Kriath, Elon pulls out his map. Technically, he's on the other side of the mountains, or Kriath is on the other side of the mountains, so we could always stop there first anyways. I'm looking for any reason not to go back home as fast as we can. Unless there's an obvious reason that we really need to go there. If it's out of our way, I don't see why we would have to go there. But if it does provide us some advantage, we might have to, or if there's a trail that leads there we might have to but if if we have no business there if we have no reason to go there and it's out of our way like we're not going to be passing through then there's no reason to reroute you know although i do admit i am a little tempted just to just to just to see um but i also feel like i would uh get into some trouble i wouldn't get along with people there uh so probably a good idea not to i mean you're you're it's gonna be like that in kriath as well I think that's going to be it where anywhere we go honestly at this point. Yeah. Oh shit. Because you're a you're a guard captain there, aren't you? I am. But you're wanted right now by Thane. We're technically um I am on a mission and technically I tried to talk nicely and I technically have uh, I would like to say that the at least the guard the guardsman is a good enough group to understand that uh, this is that was not a nice man, and they would believe my report. Now the rest of the nobles of the city, I don't know because they take a lot more convincing, and it's all a political game. So I'm gonna think, hope it doesn't go beyond you know my report. I uh, would they just arrest you on the spot? Kriath on site, yeah. Uh, no, nobody goes there. So there shouldn't be any information of Thane wanting me unless they've had recent contact. I would like to get to a town long enough so I can get information, but even the information from my friend is nothing as, you know, everything should be fine. Nobody goes to Kriath. Nobody comes out of Kriath. There should be no information of Thane wanting me. That much we can hope for, though. I, honestly, that would be great. Yeah. Is it weird that the big, giant, terrible city that's only likes pure bloods and with rich people is sounding like the safest place for us right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of fucked that's up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's very fucked up, Aelon. <laughs> that's pretty Can fucked up. Can we just go? <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfy. For two half-elves, that's pretty fucked up. That's very... That's. I'm feeling uncomfy, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, understandable. Let's go find whatever this magic shit is out in the desert. If there is anything. 
And with that, you all continue on, back in the direction of the Foxgrove Oasis, the rest of your day passing fairly uneventfully. But as you make your way towards the town, the Oasis rather, you notice that things look a bit different than when you left yesterday. You see a lot of activity on the outside. This is not a walled city by any means, but you see guards building up some sort of makeshift fence around the perimeter. Everybody make me a quick perception check. See exactly how much you can see. This is as we're leaving this town or going to a new one? This is as you're arriving at the Foxgrove Oasis. Oh, oh, okay, Jesus. 10. I I got a dirty 20. 18. I actually got a 17 plus a zero because my perception is dog shit, but a 17 on the die. (laughs) Okay, nice. So, Carowin, you honestly can't see too much. Uh, You can see the outline of these guards and them putting up some sort of barrier of some type, but you can't make out too many details, as you're honestly not used to traveling in a desert of any sort where there's any lack of vegetation or water. The sand stuff is really starting to get in your eyes. It's kind of uncomfortable. Mm. But for everyone else... You would be able to see through the occasional gust of wind blowing sand in the way of your vision. Uh, As I said, the town guard would be very quickly constructing a wooden barrier around the town. It's very makeshift. It's very haphazard, but they don't really seem to care. They just seem to be trying to get it up as quickly as possible. And as you get closer, you would notice that all of them are wearing some sort of like face covering like not just their typical helmets but they have like rags tied over their faces and things of that nature and they don't honestly even seem to notice you as you're pulling up because they're so focused on their task at hand and so this is a rendition of the united states trying to close off right as uh, covid became suddenly real okay got it (laughs) oof Um, I'm, no one's really speaking up, so I guess I'm gonna say that, like, we all kind of put our, I, Elon puts his finger over his mouth, kind of getting everybody's attention, even, uh, Carowinds, and I'm gonna say we try to get in quietly without making a noise or alerting any guards, just in case, because why not? Alrighty, I will need a group stealth check then. Fuck, motherfucker, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Says they're gonna do something sneaky. Okay, roll a stealth check. <gasps> How dare you make me roll this thing that I should expect to roll? <laughs> da- Damien got a four. Yikes. <laughs> I actually rolled on disadvantage because of my armor, and I still rolled a 15 at my lowest plus. Oh my god, actually, hold on. Since when was Elon the stealthy one? Hold on. It, actually, I got a plus six in stealth. I don't know how. Am I on the right character? I'm on the right character. <laughs> okay, Elon. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what, a 21? Damn, okay. So, if I'm reading my thing correctly, I got a 16. Okay. I got an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushes Chatwin and Damien forward, like, go talk them to death, go. I trip. Yeah, you guys would be trying to sneak past, and then all of a sudden, Damien, your armor bangs against uh, the side of one of the fence posts that you're trying to sneak past, 
and all four guards that are a couple fence posts down just look up, look at you. Um, excuse me, gentlemen, uh, lady. D- Damien's gonna look over and be like, oh, oh, hello, I didn't see you. Yeah, um. Oh, hi, hi. You're really not gonna want to come in here. Why is that? Oh, it's, 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 it's okay, yeah. No, we're fine. No, <laughs> there's a sickness going around. Fuck me. You really don't want to be here right now. I know we're a regular trade route. We're trying to get everything closed down so no one else gets sick. Does it come with, like, fog? Is there, like, fog and, like, mist at night? I'm sorry? What? Is it, is, is there a shit ton of, like, fog and mist at night and then in the morning everyone's sick? I haven't seen any mist. What? No, people are getting, like, boils all over their faces and shit. And, yeah, none of our clerics can do anything. Yep, yep, that sounds about right. Fuck. What? Why did we walk away from that town, Damien? Why did we, why did we just leave it? Uh, why are you asking me? Okay. You make it sound like it was my decision to abandon people. I know, it's, I don't know. Fuck. Okay. We'll be okay. If we die, we die. I mean, I mean, technically, uh, technically, it's Chatwin's fault because he had to walk around the lake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you saying you know something about this? Unfortunately, no. Uh, Carolyn will actually kind of have an, a moment of inspiration, and he'll um, be like, "Hello, guard. I am a traveling herbalist." I'm a traveling herbalist, and I have some experience with more exotic issues, if you understand what I'm saying. We'll kind of gesture to himself as an exotic thing, being like, I ain't from around here kind of thing. And we'll say, these are my traveling companions. And after hearing about the trouble that's been you know, brewing most recently here, I thought I must come and see what's going on and see if I can offer my expertise if you could please uh, grant us safe passage and show me to some of these individuals who are ailing, we would be most appreci- appreciative. So yes, please come, come, show me, show me what's going on. He'll kind of like urge them to show him uh, some of these ill people. Make a persuasion check. Oh God. Come on, persuasion that I have nothing in shit. <laughs> eight. Damn, is it eight? He'll kind of look at you and He'll look back at his other guard buddies, who all kind of look at each other, shrug, and he turns back and goes, I mean, you're welcome to go seek them out if you'd like. Everyone's been um, holding up in, we have like a medical center. It's pretty close to the trade center, across the street, past the water fountain that's not really working anymore, but I ain't taking you there. I don't want to get sick. So if you're going to go, go yourself, buddy. Uh, well, on that note, he'll just kind of nod and I guess, excuse me, motion for everyone else to just follow him then since they're not going to suddenly stop him now. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're just going to trot along. And you all head into the town. Chatwin, you in particular, because you, you did a lot of your political work here while you were taking your month. And you would notice that things are already very different than when you left around 48 hours ago. Because it takes almost an entire day to get back in the first place from Sea Reach to 
to the town that you had previously been in. But even in the Foxgrove Oasis, there was abundant activity even at night. It wasn't necessarily partying like Sea Reach, but there were a lot of political figures, merchants, what have you, that would stay very late to work because everyone there loves to make money. No one is in the streets right now. What little activity you do see is the brief flashes of stray animals passing between alleyways, the occasional person peeking out through their curtains to see who's walking around and actually daring to be outside in the wake of these conditions, but there is very little activity and far less than you are used to in this city. I'm going to use divine sense and see if I get the presence of evil or good things in the, in the surroundings. All right. Is there a role for that or it's just you decide what you're looking for? Uh, so it, it reads the presence of strong evil registers as noxious odor and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. As an action, I can open my awareness to detect such forces until the end of my next turn. I also know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Alrighty. So as you harness this new power and sort of extend your senses, there would be this sort of haze of evil energy lingering, but it doesn't feel very powerful, almost as if something has caused some sort of evil here, but didn't stick around to witness it. You do also sense a very strong undead presence, and you look over and in the direction and it's Chatwin. <laughs> uh, so, so y'all are going to see like a little, like a little red aura kind of appear around Damien. He's going to be like, Oh God, what is that smell? I think somebody shit their pants. Damien, what the fuck? And people are sick. I, I, I wouldn't go around, you know, discriminating them. Jesus. I don't even have pants. No, I mean like, I mean like it's rancid. <laughs> it, it, it's like, <laughs> It's like they've been eating mushrooms for weeks and they just all came out rotted. Uh, then plug your nose, Damien. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Yeah. oh, it's gone. It's gone. That was weird. All right. Are you sure you didn't just step in something? And he's going to turn around and look at Chatwood and be like, why did I feel you beside me for a second? That was weird. Hmm? Uh, wait. Okay. Um... This seems like a later problem. No, like I was looking straight ahead and it's like I could sense that you were next to me. And then and then that horrible smell came in from all around us. It was just disgusting. Are you saying I stink? No, I don't think you were the smell. <laughs> Good, because I've had to have everyone, honestly. Here. Um... I'm pretty sure you use like 10 times as much soap as I do. <laughs> yeah. Here, I use prestidigitation to make it smell like lovely floral scents all around him. Better? And he's like, oh, it smells nice. It radiates red again. He's like, oh, the stench is back. What the hell? <laughs> Do we know? We notice a red outline of him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dennis is like, um, you're glowing. I'm what? You, 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 you got like. Um, I just like point at his like pants and his body and his head and you know like 
uh, you're, you're kind of like got some glowing. Oh, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Using magic again. Probably. Is that your doing, big guy? <laughs> As he says up to the sky. What were you trying to do? I was looking around for what might have caused the, the sickness. And what? These uh... both sit charges of my divine sense, by the way. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Damien has no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, remind me, DM. I know all the demon of like chaos, rebellion, all that stuff was over in the mountains near Kriya. This relic, is it, was it directly related to this sickness that we encountered before that is now in the oasis? Or was it the chaos one? I can't remember. Like It was, so he stated that there might be a relic that would help fix it because you specifically mentioned that magic wouldn't cure it. Oh, I remember now. Okay. In that case, I will go ahead and kind of like stop our group in the middle of the streets. Okay. Okay. Is there... Obviously, what we're looking for isn't just going to present itself to us out of nowhere. So it was somewhere here in the desert where... So I think, what, find out where it originated from when it came here to the Oasis? Who was the who was the first person to get sick and sort of follow it from there? I mean, that would be probably best for, you know, the sickness itself. Really, it's how are we going to find this item or whatever's going to help. I'm trying to think what is the most, what is the best way to try and locate it other than just, you know, wandering around the desert for a couple of months. Uh. <clears throat> Why don't we just start asking, full talking to them, seeing what they experience, seeing what they know, and see if that lends us any further clues. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Okay. This is hell. I'm in hell. Okay. <clears throat> Damon's going to look for a tavern. All right. If it's open. Carowin's going to look for, I guess, the priests or the clerics. All right. I'm going to the sick house. I got a 13 in my perception. Honestly, it, it seems like we're all splitting up at this point. I would like to say that Elon goes to that water fountain. They said it's no longer working. Okay. So hang on. Let me roll a d4. Let's see who we start with. Uh, four. So we'll start with Chatwin. Chatwin, you said you're heading to the sick house? Yeah, yeah. Um, hell on earth, but I'm going there. <laughs> Wait, why did I get stuck with the sick house? I say as everyone walks away. <laughs> you you headed that way. or figured you had a plan in mind. Damn it. <laughs> you put yourself that direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hell. Okay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> And as you all determine where you're headed and split off in various directions, I think that's where we're going to leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please be sure to subscribe to follow up for more shenanigans on the podcast. Or you can go follow us on social media. We are Chronicles of Kriath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, though we don't really use Twitter very much, and TikTok all one word, all lowercase. We also have a social media on the same platforms except for Twitter for our podcast network, Tabletop Tailspinners, which is also all one word, all lowercase. So you can also find us there and keep up with any other projects that we might be releasing, which we may be announcing sometime soon. So keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. 
and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.